Hello, welcome once again to Boa Hancock and the One Piece podcast, a weekly podcast on the Netflix television live action version of the anime and magna, magna, mag, manga of uh, One Piece, uh, which was released uh, at the beginning of September 2023 as a whole season, but we're re- well, we're we're watching. Well, that's not true. Some of us have already watched more episodes, but we are doing one podcast a week of the eight episodes that were all released at one time. But we're going to do episodes weekly, and this is episode two of the podcast. Uh, today is September twelfth, twenty twenty-three. That we're recording it Tuesday. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire, in the U.S. of A., and with me in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you, sir? Good. Excellent. And in the Alberta, well, in the province of Alberta, Canada. With Sean, hope everyone's doing well. Indeed. And in the state of Missouri, USA. Hi, this is Kevin, and I am Peachy. Indeed, indeed. Uh, so uh, what do we do here on this podcast? Well, first off, we're part of the Dark Discussions Network, which is uh, our news network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. This is a spinoff podcast of uh, the Dark Discussions podcast, which is a weekly podcast that we do about genre films. Uh, and this is just one of the many podcasts uh, that are a spinoff. Uh, the network includes podcasts that any of your co-hosts that you hear tonight uh, they are on those podcasts as well. Some of them are on many, some of them are on a few, some of them on all of them. Um, but uh, what we do here on this podcast is we talk about uh, One Piece from Netflix. Um, you can find this podcast a few ways. You can find it on darkdiscussions.com. All the episodes will be placed there, and you can find them there. Um, there's a search bar. You just type in One Piece, and it'll bring them all up. Uh, also, you can find it wherever podcasts are found. Except for Stitcher, because Stitcher is now defunct. Uh, they were bought out by iHeartRadio, and they took all that and just pushed it into iHeartRadio. So uh, August 30th, I think, was the last day, or August 29th was the last day of Stitcher, which was devastating because that was my favorite place to listen to podcasts. But you can find us on all the platforms, such as uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and iHeartRadio and Google Play and Overcast and various other places. Uh, but one of the places uh, you can also find us is actually on the Dark Discussions podcast feed as well, uh, because all the podcasts that your co-hosts that you hear on this podcast, um, that feed includes this one as well. But you also can uh, find it on Boa Hancock and the One Piece podcast, wherever podcasts are found. But if you want to hear all of us talk on other podcasts, uh, search for Dark Discussions podcast feed. Uh, also, we have an email, darkdiscussions at AOL.com. Uh, just put in the subject uh, One Piece or Boa Hancock or something like that uh, because that email is for all the podcasts. And if you put that in the subject, we'll know it's for this podcast specifically, and uh, we will read your email on the podcast. Um, also, we have a Facebook group. A Facebook group called Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook Group. Uh, hopefully, we won't have too much of that echoing because we have it every so often. I don't know why. Um, and you can join the conversation there. And uh, on www.darkdiscussions.com, uh, what else can people find there, 
Sean? Uh, you can also click on the Patreon link, which will take you to Patreon, which is a way to support different creators who are creating podcasts, shows, whatever it happens to be. In this case, it's for us because the podcast that we do is released free to everyone, and that's for all the podcasts within that fall within the Dark Discussions Network. But there's a ton of cost behind the scenes that Phil ends up usually having to take care of. And what we're just looking for is if you have any financial wherewithal to be able to even donate $1 a month, that can make a huge difference for the processing on the other end. Um, for every $5 that you're able to donate, you'll actually get to pick a movie that can be done as a review. And then every quarter the draw is done. And then if your movie's picked, then it will get to be done as a review either on Dark Discussions main feed or one of the sister podcasts, depending where it falls genre wise. But if you don't have the money, because we know how times are at this point, uh, any support you can do, whether it's just sharing podcast information, whatever, through social media really helps as well. But the fact is you're listening. That also means a lot to us as well. We just want to say thank you for helping making this possible. Indeed, indeed. Uh, so we thank you in advance. Uh, and we also thank you for listening. Uh, just emailing us and letting us know you're out there is enough, though we do see lots of people uh, actually listening to the podcast um, from our feed notifications, but uh, we don't know you. We don't hear from you. We just know that you're out there. Uh, so email us and let us know. Um, once again, that's discussions at AOL.com. Um, just out of stupid curiosity, is there, I mean, I'm sure there are, but are there how many other that you know of podcasts covering this show are there? I have not looked. I have not even bothered looking, to be honest. Um, but I would assume there's there's many, not many, but enough podcasts that do one piece, whether it's the anime or the manga. Uh, for this show itself, though, uh, the Netflix live action series, uh, no idea. I haven't, I haven't bothered looking. Because I remember when we did Discovery of Witches, I think we were like the only all-male group who were covering it. And I think there was like one or two other shows that we were one of the first to actually cover it, cover that show. So we're, we're kind That's of groundbreakers, too. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, uh, the publicist of the writer of the novels for Discovery of Witches, uh, her agent, actually, uh, and publicist and all that, uh, actually let us know that we are, we're the only men podcast. Uh, every other podcast before that show were just women. So, uh, yeah, that was kind of pretty cool. Um, I know for the uh, Westworld podcast that we did, uh, Bullets, Brothels, and Bots uh, on the network, that was... Uh, one of the very first for that show, and was even mentioned on Huffington Post. Uh, but uh, um, I do remember that uh, the one about that Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant show. Uh, the I forget the name of it. Undoing I, was it? The yeah, undoing? yeah. I, I think and I forgot what what the podcast name was too. But but that one was a a big podcast. That was like. I think the highest rated podcast for that show, uh, the one that we did. And uh, I can't remember the name of the podcast. That's kind of crazy. Um, There's just yeah. so many to choose from. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to look it up now because you may get me curious. Undoing, I'm doing the search on darkdiscussions.com, and there it is. Uh, un the Undoing, a therapy session podcast. Yep. <laughs> there you go. 
It was a fun podcast. It was a fun show to do, too. Yeah, it was. It was really good. Sure was, yeah. Um, All right, so uh, what we do here in this podcast is we do spoilers. We talk about everything about the specific episode uh, because, again, we're assuming everybody that's listening to this podcast is already a fan of the show and watches the show. Uh, We already did our little intro about the show um, last episode, episode one, so go back and listen there. Um, but I, again, you know, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you're already familiar with the, the source material, or at least the first episode and the second episode, so uh, no reason to explain what it's all about. Uh, but this episode here uh, we're going to talk about is episode two of the series called The Man in the Straw Hat, uh, directed by Mark Jopst. I think that's how you pronounce it, and uh, written by Ian Stokes. Um, like all the rest of them, they all came out. Actually, it was August 31st, not September, uh, that the series came out. Uh, as Netflix usually does, they just drop an entire episode. Um, they didn't do that with everything, though, right? Because uh, didn't the Ozark, right? That one. They yeah, they did. Get, like they they've started doing this split season thing now. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, this one, I don't think this is a split season. I think this is just uh, uh, season one, eight episodes. Uh, and if it's successful, they'll probably do a season two. Uh, they do have enough source material, I'll tell you that. Um, so uh, let's get into our feelings on episode two of season one, uh, The Man with the Straw Hat, and discuss our, uh, what we thought. So a uh, quick review to start with you, Sean. Uh, so I thought this was another great episode. I I'm really finding that uh, Monkey is like one of my most favorite characters I've come across in a while. He's just so likable, and it's very rare in the storytelling of these times where it's very hard to find someone who can be just likable. So I really appreciate that, and I just like the growth that we're seeing as the characters kind of find their way within this world that we're being fully introduced to. So I thought it was a great episode. All right, let's go with you, Kevin. In many ways, um, I, I I will echo Sean because Monkey is, is – it's one of those – everything you think of a pirate is what Monkey isn't, but he still claims he's a pirate. You know, he's – um, you know, he he's like the guy you can trust. Like if you say, "Oh yeah, I have, you know, this 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 box full of 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 money. Could you please look after it for me?" And he would, and he wouldn't steal it. He'd look after it for you, and you'd say, "Oh hey, thanks. You know, here here, you know, I'll, you know, I'll I'll give you a nice, you know, I'll give you a nice steak dinner." And that for him is like, "Oh yeah, that'd great." You know, oh I'm gonna be king of the pirates. It's like I just let you alone for two hours with a with a with a box full of money and you didn't take it and you say you're going to be I mean he's an interesting character in that sense but you know and he says you know there's there's different kinds of pirates and I'm thinking to myself you're kind of defeating the you're kind of going against the definition but he is a likable guy and he's one of those that if you are his friend he will stick with you you know he's not the type of guy that will turn his back on you and yeah, so yeah, I like I like Monkey as well. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, it's another great episode. Um, the series is uh, at least 
based off the two episodes we've seen, uh, is doing uh, arcs in a way, in a sense. Uh, that's how um, they did it in uh, the anime and manga. Uh, though since um, th- that's much bigger, the arcs um, lasted longer than than one episode. Here uh, they're doing the villain of the week. Um, and uh, so far, it's, it's working really good. Uh, they're going to try to get in, I think, a lot of characters um, quickly in the series. So that that's, seems exciting. So uh, another great follow-up to uh, the first episode. And uh, I would refrain to not disagree with Sean, but agree with him that uh, Monkey is, is turning out to be one of the uh, more... Um, enjoyable characters I've seen in a long time uh, for the right reasons, not for the bad, wrong reasons. Uh, you know, the wrong reasons was like Cersei's and stuff. She was just awesome from Game of Thrones and things like that. But this this is a, a great character for the right reasons, which is uh, a good heart, um, always doing the right thing because it's natural for him, not because uh, he's doing it to please his ego or please something or someone um, and be people are in, on the show kind of falling in love with the character as much as I think the audience is as well uh, so yeah this is, this is a, a great great show great episode uh, let's go view uh, I think we're done no I'm just kidding Barry <laughs> because, I, because, I, because I forgot Eric last week, so I, uh, yeah, yeah. discussion. So I figured I'll do that to you. But there isn't much to say because I'm always last. But I agree, Monkey is awesome. Um, he is definitely one of the better uh, characters I've seen in a show, and the actor playing him is doing a standout job. Um, I also thought the villain was really well done. Um, I like the actor who played him. He was yep. in Agents of Shield. Um, he was also in uh anthology series that was on Sci-Fi Channel that I can't think of the name of right now. But he was in one of the seasons of that, and I really liked it. Um, but he's he's really good, and I thought he did a great job as the, the villain in this episode. It was just really well done. The characters all have chemistry. Oh, Channel and, Zero, right? Channel Zero. Yes, Channel Zero. He was in one of the yeah. seasons of Channel Zero. Yeah, that, that, was, um, that, was, a, that was a pretty good show. Yeah. Um, and I think the graphics are still holding up. They're doing good CGI, um, which is pretty impressive considering it's a Netflix show and, you know, sometimes you can get some shows that aren't so great on that. <laughs> that have billion-dollar budgets? Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, sorry? <laughs> uh, on, on where? where uh, which, which station or, or just all of these uh, streaming stations? Oh, any streaming station can do a bad job with the CGI, I think. Um, yeah, but yeah. this is they're doing a good job on this. So, yeah, it, yeah. And it's not limited either. Like, they had a huge dragon, you know, well, dragon-like serpent in the that water. That looked great. It, it looked serpent. great. Just call it, just yeah. call it a sea serpent. Yeah, yeah, it was a sea serpent. Um, that thing looked great. I thought it was really well done. And It also just reminded me of Godzilla a little bit, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, it was yeah, yeah it's a really good episode. It maintains the quality of the first one, and I'm looking forward to seeing where we go with the story. Indeed, indeed. Um, all right, so uh, that's our quick review uh, on the episode. 
Uh, so from this point on, we're just going to discuss anything and everything uh, related to the episode, what our thoughts, uh, motivations, uh, where people will uh, go, uh, some, some of the little twists and things that happen, and whatnot. So uh, where do we want to begin? Uh, again, we don't have to go uh, scene by scene. We just go, you know, go anywhere, anywhere at all because, again, the spoil – uh, there is no spoiler alert because we are spoiling this. Uh, so, uh, what do you want to oh, go? For, I was, well, was going to say for the the gentleman who is the clown. I can't think of the the uh, characters right now. Buggy, 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 buggy. Sorry. So, uh, uh, the, what, what what did he call him? He kept on calling him the wrong name. Bobby uh, or something. I think it was. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> or Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. But uh, yeah, so the 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 way that he portrayed Buggy. Reminded, and this is just like a wrestling thing, but he reminded me of, uh, there's a wrestler in AEW called Darby Allen, and just like the mannerisms of how he speaks and carries himself reminded me a lot of that wrestler, and I thought that was just interesting. I mean, we all understand that creepy clowns tend to be creepy for a reason, but this one, it didn't feel like it was like being over-the-top tropish with his character. Totally agree. It felt like you like, and again, this I think this is a credit to the writing, because there doesn't feel too much tropish stuff that we're going, at least not in the first two episodes that we're dealing with, right? And it feels so it's it's so easily could devolve into that. Oh, totally. And there's there, and, and I think it's the writing and the actors. Yeah, they're it's they're a good combination. they're finding yeah they're finding the right spot for their acting to not be over the top, but to be just crazy enough. <laughs> well, and, and to be honest, um, the show is following, uh, the actual source material. And not the source ma- right. Exactly. And, and the source material, uh, written by Ichiro Oda, um, is actually, um, he's one of the producers of the show and, and, and strongly involved with the show. So, um, I think, you know, to get the rights to it, he made sure that would happen. And, and the source material is uh, fairly old, too, because, again, um, it started in 1997. So it has done things before everybody else has done things that aren't original, if you know what I'm saying. So um, it's done things before, you know, other shows uh, have done things or others materials or intellectual properties. So I think um, it's groundbreaking that way too. So again, I, I don't know if that answers what you were trying to say because what you were trying to say was it feels uh, not tired or old or or not original. Fresh, which is hard right. to do. Right, because again, even if it was the first since yeah. we've seen things hundreds of times since, if you watched the original, the original now sound, feels not fresh either, and yet it still feels fresh, right? It's, it's, it's just weird. I don't know how to explain it. So, anyway. Um, yeah, and I think it is uh, also that that the casting, specifically the casting of, of the lead, um, the guy that yes. plays Luffy, yeah. is, it was a huge find. Absolute huge crime. I see they're um, already saying that he should be playing the new Zorro and the new Zorro re- reboot, I guess they're talking about. so. Well, I, I don't even know why they're, they're even – I mean, and that may be true, but I, I think he's still maybe a little young because I think his act is only like 20. But, again, though, I, 
they're just saying, oh, because he's a Mexican actor, he should play Zorro, which is fine. Well, no, if they, I, look, I, they were I saying think, that, they were saying it because he was how enjoyable no, he's been. No, 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 I, I, no, 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 I understand that, but I'm sure the reason they're thinking Zorro is because Zorro's Mexican and he's Mexican, so why not have him play Zorro? But I think this guy could play roles any type of role in anything. You know, don't you think, Sean, that this guy could be more than just playing a Mexican character? Well, I, mean, I, was, well, just, I don't yeah. think it was that, that was in the sense of what they were meaning. I just think for someone who is considered this is like a breakout role for him, right? It's you have already, more hope in humanity than I do. I think there's well, something hidden and, there. And that could be the case. But what I'm saying, though, is that for someone who – this has only been one episode, right, that we're talking about. They've yeah. released the whole series so they can actually go through the whole season to see his work. But it's that thing, right? When you catch an actor or actress and, you know, they you know surprise people, right? All the studios and everyone wants to rush and grab them and snap them up for their different projects, right? So I just hope that he's able to have a happy trajectory because – if this work is anything of what he can do with his talent, he could be like a generational um, talent, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I think I think that's possible, and I don't think you're uh, exaggerating when, when you when you say that. Absolutely. And uh, I'm looking up. Actually, Zorro is an uh, American. He's an American character uh, of probably Mexican ancestry, yeah. but but yeah, he's uh, from California. From California. Okay. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, I, I think you could be right. I think he could be a generational talent. I, I don't. I don't think that is hyperbole by any means at all. I think this guy is just unbelievable find, absolutely unbelievable find. And and he's playing the character from the anime pretty pretty straight on, um, because in the anime, you know, they they have uh, like a lot of enemies. Characters are over exaggerated, um, and this guy here is playing it perfectly without making. You know, I, I mean. With animation, you can do the over-exaggerations because yeah. they, they do that a lot in animes, especially with, you know, having the faces explode and the eyeballs pop out and things like that. But here, he, he still is able to portray what was intended in the manga or anime, uh, even though it's live action, and it's just by his facial expressions, his attitude, and his uh, body movements. So, it's and I don't awesome. imagine that's an easy process to be able to translate the exaggeration aspect to live action without it becoming ridiculous. And I don't think, and like from what we've all said, we've all enjoyed it. And I don't think any of us think it's ridiculous, right? Right, right. Thoughts, uh, Kevin and Berg. I agree with that. I mean, I think he's just—he's amazing in the role, and whoever the casting person people were, they did a great job of finding him because it, it would be a difficult role to play, and he's playing it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Kevin? What do you think of this actor? Oh uh, no, I think he, he's very good. Um, I mean, I—I I don't know. I mean, I can see him doing a serious role um i can also see him just because i I didn't know he was 20 but i mean he he looks young enough that he can play like a senior in high school something of that age and so he can be in like some sort of stupid high school comedy you know comedy romance or whatever i can see him doing that um you know he because of what he's doing now there's adventure so you can you can put him into another 
slightly serious adventure movie. Um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, he's, I mean, uh, he looks like he can be versatile, but you have to, but the thing is, is that you rarely see him being serious. You know, you, he does have a couple serious moments in the show, but he, he still kind of has that, I want to be everybody's friend smile. And he, you know, he's got to, um, He's got to show more than that to to be com- completely convincing that he can do many many different roles. But and that I may mean, be the case, but I think it makes it difficult too if you only have that as what you're supposed to portray, because it's a lot harder, right? Than if you get to do the whole array of emotions and actions and such, where if you have to be within a certain framework, it doesn't give you as much ability to play outside of it. So I think that make could be more challenging. I, I, I'm just saying that's yeah. where where I'm coming from with him. Like I said, I'm not I'm not questioning his acting ability. I think yeah. he he definitely has uh, a good acting ability. And the thing is, is that he's also got a good supporting cast. There's there's no doubt about that because everyone is. I mean, I mean the more immediate supporting cast, like the admiral. The uh, Cody and uh, Zoro and uh, Nia, Nira, um, the the woman that's with them. I mean, they're all very convincing. They they don't look like they're just reading lines. They they really look like they're immersed in the character, you know. And one of I mean, I kind of like the Zoro character. You know, I don't like the heavy drinking, but I mean, he's he's kind of the you know he's kind of got that lone wolf. You know, I've got my own mission, and you know, I'll stick with you as long as that helps me. You know, he's that, that's kind of a. But then there's also that sense of honor because there were times where he could have just said, uh, "You know, I got what I wanted. I'm out of here, and I got my own mission." But he's like, "No, no, he helped me. I have to help him. It's the right thing to do." And then he also, so I mean, I, I like. And I, I like the other characters, and, and even Cody. <clears throat> Cody, you know, Cody is one of those that he's been looks like he's been stepped on his whole his whole life, and now he's getting a chance to not step on other people, but to kind of prove himself and to show his his worth and to show that he's you know he's he's not a bad character and. Um, you know, or that he can, yeah, kind of feel like he can think for himself. And, um, you know, and the thing is, is that he is doing now, because of Luffy, he's doing now what he always wanted to do. You know, he's, he's now a cadet with the Marines. And he's, and he even, I mean, just in the start of the episode, he got praise from the, the Metal Jaw guy, um, you know, in front of the Admiral. It's like, if it weren't for this guy, you know, this would have happened and this would have happened. And, you know, he would have killed my son. And, you know, me all this time sitting there all black and bruised. He's not in his fancy outfit anymore. He's wearing a cadet uniform like everybody else. And, you know, and he's getting the praise and not the son. And the son is the one used to getting the attention and the praise. Now, uh, let me ask you this, uh, Kevin. Do you think Cody is an idiot because he's joining a group of soldiers that appear to be kind of evil 
I mean, that whole organization seems pretty evil. I mean, again, well, there's or, good people. Or and, and, and it's like Duffy, Duffy said, there's good and bad and stuff. But but the organization at its core seems, or at least right now, seems pretty bad. But who, go ahead. Well, go I, mean, ahead. Think what, what, I think, you know, I wanted to say, or he's setting himself to be in a position where he can help. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, the thing is with, with, yeah, I mean, he wants to help. He wants to do the right thing. You know, there's there's no doubt about it. Cody wants to do the right thing. It's just his idea of the right thing and Luffy's idea of the right thing are two different things. You know, Luffy wants to, Luffy, Luffy, anyway, he wants to find the one Luffy. piece. Luffy, thank you. Luffy wants to find the one piece. And he wants to do, like, I'm a pirate, I want to be king of the pirates. Where... Cody was a slave to a really nasty pirate. And to him, the only people that fight really nasty pirates are the Marines. And so in his so what he wants to do is he wants to be part of a group, part of an organization that fights off the people that used to enslave him. You know, and so far, I mean, we've met uh Buggy the clown, who was not a who is not a nice guy, you know, and I'm and during and I'm sure during the the course of this the show, we're going to meet other very very unpleasant pirate people who all have big bounties on their heads. Yeah, Alveda was the, in the episode one. She was pretty evil, right? And the thing is, that, you know, and Buggy is 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 not particularly nice, and, and we haven't uh, seen any other good pirates yet. <laughs> Well, I mean, we don't know much about Shanks. That's just it. And that's who Luffy, Luffy, uh, Luffy kind of models himself after. But the thing is, it, well, I haven't seen the whole, I haven't gone that far yet, but I just have this feeling that we're going to meet, we're going to meet Shanks in the future and he's not going to be what Luffy, 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 Luffy thinks he is. I feel like we're seeing his his romanticized version Which when we see possible. when we see these backstory right. films. Because well, the thing is, is that this is where he lives. I mean, it's like it's where he lives, so he might as well just be friendly with the people on the island. But when he's off the island, you know, he's a particularly nasty person or something. But I mean, you know, Buggy can't stand him because he, you know, he backstabbed him. I mean that that. Um, that's Buggy's perception. Yes, yeah, that's perspective. Buggy's perception. <laughs> right, that's his perspective. You know, turn his back on him. But the thing is, is that um, I just wonder if we're going to see like a different side of Shanks down the road. I mean, I, I don't know yet. I mean, I, I, I just finished the episode four, um, but so I mean, we meet other very nasty pirates, and so going back to Cody. You know, I can't blame Cody for saying, I want to take out these pirates because they are very terrible people, you know, and for, and you have to be strong in order to take out these very terrible people. And so that, so, I mean, yeah, maybe you're going to see a couple really nasty examples of Marines, but I'm sure a lot of them kind of have, they're just, I mean, some of them probably are just in it because they don't know what else to do. They see this as strength and power, while Cody sees this more as, um, more as a, a, a 
trying to think of the best way to put it. He sees it more as uh, an ideology, a I want to defeat evil, and that's what the Marines do. And he's willing to that's, over- what, that's what he thinks the Marines do. Yes. Right, right, yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> but I mean, even, but I think even somebody even said, and I don't even remember who it was, somebody said, you know, pirates are terrible. The Marines take out the, the, that's what the Marines are for, is to take out the pirates. Yeah, but uh, that doesn't mean the Marines are good. So, yeah, who oh, deals I know, with the Marines is the question. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, who watches the watcher? Who watches the Watchmen? You know, that type of thing. But, but hey, no, speaking another another uh, graphic novel, but the whole point is. Which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I read it. I never saw the movie, but I read it. Um, but the, so, I mean, I think Cody, that's what Cody sees. Cody sees a group of people that want to destroy the pirates. And he's kind of willing to overlook some the the bad example he sees so far, and he also just get he gets praise from the admiral of the Marines. So not only is he in the Marines, he's got the attention, positive attention of a high up in the Marines. So indoctrination. Right. Well, indoctrination. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, for him, he has been treated all of his life as a nobody. You know, a menial nobody uh, from a pirate. And so now he's with someone who fights pirates, and the leader doesn't see him as a menial nobody, but sees him as somebody who could really do something and really become something. So in his mind, it's like a total 180. He's become part of the machine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. But he, doesn't really, he does not understand that yet. He all, all he understands is the big guys. Li- the big guy likes me. I'm not sure he doesn't because some of the looks on his face when they were talking about things that they were going to do or doing, he didn't feel comfortable. It didn't look like he felt completely comfortable. It's the so, question of the moral ambiguity or ambiguity of it, right? Right. Yep, exactly. So while I think you're right, he's looking for this organization that's going to fight pirates, I think he's he's bound and destined to find disappointment in the, in well, the it, Marines. It feels oh, very like possibly. The, yeah, it feels the like the adage is, of never meet your heroes. Exactly. Right. That is true. But like I said, I mean, he's – He's seeing it, but then also he realizes, you know, if you're going to fight, you got to get violent. You know, I mean, that's yeah, it's yeah. like there's this one this one teacher at the the gym that I go, to, you know, the self defense gym that I go to. He's like, you got to be careful because getting hit hard is getting hit hard. You know, and that's just it. I mean, fighting pirates is fighting pirates. It's not a, you know, it, it, it's. <laughs> Not a game of checkers. It's, you know, people are going to die. And he understands that because he saw his own captain, his old captain, kill people. So he realizes what the pirates are, and so he just wants to get rid of them. Yeah, but but he's spoken to Luffy. Luffy, quote-unquote, is a pirate and saved him. So is is Kobe going to be a villain? Yeah, uh, it, right. you know, I mean, that's Shane, what I wonder too. Yeah, right. And what's no, I wonder that too. I mean, will he? Will he? Like you're someone who's mentioning indoctrination. Will he be indoctrinated? I don't. Villain? I don't 
I don't know if he's indoctrinated. I think he, he chose it willingly because he met Luffy. Luffy explained it to him, and he didn't care. And he, and he said, yep. I'm joining the Marines. Yeah, exactly. Well, he warned him. He actually warned him. If you're going to be yeah. a pirate, the next time we meet, we may be enemies. Yeah, well, well that's true. That's true. And, 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 yeah, go on. You know, and Luffy said, well, now we're friends. You know, it's just, just, And that's the one thing about Luffy that I have a problem with the character is that he's sometimes I think he's oblivious. Like he well, really I, doesn't I, understand what Cody is doing. I, I don't I, think he's oblivious. He just doesn't understand why he would want to be that way. Right. And he sees the good people, I mean, the good in people first. And I only think he doesn't like people after the, he finds out when they're they bad. Do yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. You know, like and, Cody, he, and he even tried to be nice to Buggy up to a point, and then he was like, okay, now it's been enough. Now I'm going to kick your ass. Well, yeah, because, <laughs> well, he realized that, okay, Buggy is a nasty. Well, Free's like, okay, I'm going to try to talk to him. The thing is he realized Buggy was not a good guy because he, he thought, okay, well, maybe because I'm a pirate too, you know, maybe we'll both be able to talk this thing through. And he realized very quickly, no. And I think he's just trying to get the experience. He's, trying, he's learning, all right, how do I deal with this, these particular pirates? Because the only pirates he's met so far are Shanks, to, in his eyes, is a good pirate. And the, the woman, who was a nasty pirate, so he's, he's, all, he's trying to figure it all out. I'm, uh, I'm still, I still have issues with, with Kobe. He, he's joining the bad guys. And Shanks, he may be become a bad guy, but he's he's good to to uh, Luffy, at least oh, now. Yeah. Um, well, he's always been good to Luffy. He's always been good to everybody on that island. Yep. He's always been good to him. It's just the question is, is that that's his home. What's he going to be like? What's he like when he's out, when he's away from home? Yep, that's true. That's true. Um, I do like your point about Luffy looking as if he is clueless in a sense because he it looks like he thinks uh, or, or doesn't prep or prepare himself when someone may be out to get him. But I think he, he he strikes me a little bit more naive. That was, was the word I was right? Before. That's what, it's, what it feels yeah. like. Well, because yeah. you're looking for the best in people, and then you tend to get burned, and the, we learn over time. But I think that he's, given, right? he's been burned, and he still maintains that. So I think he's asked naive. Um, naive people just... They they haven't learned those lessons. He's learned them, and he still chooses to believe to in the that, good. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. I can go with that. And I think that's his outward exuberance is because he believes in himself. He believes in everybody else. Well, yeah, believing in himself is a definite yes. Yeah, he definitely believes in himself. Right. Well, well, not, not in a bad way. He's not arrogant. He just yeah. has right. a lot of self confidence. And he has that in everybody. He sees all good. Right, yes. right. And he can't believe when he says, we're, we're, uh, 
we're partners or, or you're part of my crew. And they say, no, we're not. But he, to him, that goes over his head because it doesn't make sense to him. Because <laughs> why, what, why wouldn't they want to be partners with him? Because he's, he's, he's the perfect person to be partners with. You know, I mean, so they're, they're just using their narcissism or their – their ego or pride or some stupid thing that says, nope, nope, we're not partners. But um, he's chipping away at that crap. And you can see that Nami and, and the other guy, uh, what's his name, Zara or Zara or whatever his name is. Zara. Uh, yeah, are going to be um, the type that would um, eventually let – their guard go down and say, yeah, yeah, Luffy, Luffy's on. Well, I, I well think but what, Nami is a traitor, it looks like now. So I'm really curious about that. Yeah, she's, uh, well, it's it's kind of the, uh, I don't know what's, I honestly don't know what's going to happen, but it means she kind of has the, I'm a traitor, you know, I'm doing something, you know, I'm, I'm you know, she kind of has the traitor, but I have a feeling it's, Going to be one of those. Once we under, once we know the rest of the story, we'll right? Get I think so too. Because that's usually yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Well, and it's also a red herring. They they want to put red herrings in there to make us think there's other enemies and right, right. But so. also, well, also, but I mean, you look at Zoro and Nami. They are both loners. They are not used to being part of a crew. So I mean, when you when he says, you know, I want I want you in my I want you as my crew, and so this is my crew, and they'll say we're not a crew. That's because they're used to being on their own. They're not used to being with some. They're not used to being under somebody. They're not I used think, to. I think it'd be a little. I think I think it's even more than that. I think it's they have some sort of. Uh, well, they both have ego, ego issue or something, and yeah, yeah, and, and I think it's more of that than than anything because. Well, I also wonder if, like, for example, like Zoro had, you know, it's obvious he's kind of going on a, on a revenge crusade. He's a little bit like, an, you know, you killed my father, prepared to die. I mean, he kind of has, he kind of comes across that way. But I think uh, there's a redemption arc to him too, though, and that's what Monkey's going to uh, assist him in. Is that you can you can find, you have your revenge thing, but you also start to see his character going from just being cold. You start to see more of his character opening up, and I right. think that's part of that redemption arc. And and I think Nami, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, she, it looks like she's kind of being a villainous at the end of this episode here, but I think that's just leftovers from her original. Yeah. Uh, storyline, and now that she's finding Luffy and liking Luffy... You don't have another choice down the road, right? Exactly, that's what, exactly, yep. Because yep. it feels like it's that situation where we're introduced to character, they look like they're betraying, but then you understand the circumstances of what have put them to that situation so that you have more empathy for them, and then they make the choice. Do they make the choice where they go against what they know is, you know, the thing to do, or, or do they do what is right? So... Well, hopefully exactly. she'll make the right choice. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's where where uh, it most likely will be going. I think. Uh, what's, your, what's your thought, Barrett? Since you brought that up, um, your concern on 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 Nami. Well, yeah, I I I 
I always hate when they show like one of the close people being a traitor because it's always like one of those. I don't know. I, I'd rather find out closer to when the actual act of being a traitor happens um, than have these little snippets yeah. that make us wonder. Um, I'd like to think she's a friend up until that point. So yeah. now I'm going to be suspicious of her. <laughs> and that well, kind of hurts her character <laughs> for me. Yeah, and we're going to have to see what happens. Um, I think, though, that what we've talked about is that she is going to have that choice and she's going to choose to go with Luffy. And yeah. you can already see her falling because she fixed his hat and, you know, it, it's there. Just by how he interacts with stuff and people, right? She's seen yeah. the good. So it's like, yep. it's again, it's like in the world of darkness, right? You're used to seeing darkness. So when someone shines a light, first you don't know, can you trust it? What is it? You don't know what it is. But then once, as you get more comfortable with it, then you can appreciate it. And then you can see there's another way. But I do love how she runs off. Yeah. <laughs> and leaves them behind. That was awesome. Yeah, I I, I kind of like that too. Uh, it, I mean, you know, nowadays, you know, everybody's a superhero, but here it was a little different. Yeah. They were all in trouble, and she's like, ooh, I can get away. I'm going to go. See you guys. Yeah, she's yeah. going to, like, push Luffy on and say, oh, yeah, I got a freak for your show. Here, bye. <laughs> yeah, she gave up his power just to get away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that adds to her, her, if not villainous streak, her her uh, gray streak, so to speak. But You can see why she's a real character. <laughs> yeah. Remember, like, like what I said, she is on, I mean, she's used to being on her own. Yep. Now, I mean, so I, I don't care what it, what else, what happens to other people. Now, if know. this was a, a different show, uh, they would they, they would probably take her out, and uh, specifically Zoro. I, I would think he would just kill her. To be honest, but because are we, are we talking Game of Thrones world? Well, yeah. I mean, Game of Thrones. Yeah, they take him. I mean, if someone betrays you like that, where you could die from. You know, to escape yourself, and not because they say you know do it so you can escape, but yeah, yeah. do it for for dinky reasons. <laughs> You're um, selfish. Yeah, selfish reasons. Uh, yeah, I could I could see them you know tossing her uh, or or whatever if this was a different show for sure. Yeah, you know. Um, Bringing up Game of Thrones is perfect because it's diametrically opposed in attitude to Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes. This is so much happier, and I. I feel good after I watch an episode. I don't feel and dirty. The thing is, you can see the evil. <laughs> the evil's still there. The bad is still there. The exactly. Yeah. Unpleasantness yeah. is still there, but it's framed in a much different way, right? So right, you're not right. feeling... Well, and, 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 you know, like, like I know Game of Thrones, you know, it had some pretty scummy characters, but it had some... That's a good one too, right? too. Yeah. But 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 like House of the Dragon, yeah. I mean, this is way. It's a lot harder for you to have that. Yeah, but House in Game Dragon of Thrones, is... a lot of the the good people just straight up get killed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, so the yeah, price yeah, of being good yeah. is being dead. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But though, though, though you know, you know, a couple of the good characters like um, Jon Snow and Sansa and stuff that you know they make it to the end. So, so there's there's still a handful. Um, but well, I know what you mean. Here, we're, we're far, here, this is this, here. It's not really a 
Well, that's true. Uh, here, yeah. it's 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 not a um, as big of an ensemble cast. This is really yeah. Luffy's show. This this is his yeah. show. I mean, well, this episode really was all show, him. right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but seriously, this episode, I mean, Luffy was like dominated it. Like mm. even whenever the three were together. The other two barely had anything to say or do. He really. is the main character they are yeah. supporting. Cause yeah. But it feels it, like you couldn't have that, the, his story without them, right? You couldn't, uh, but they are supporting him more than anything yeah. else. Uh, um, I, I, well, you need, you need I, them I to have... Disagree. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, Phil, they, you need them to have another side. If you only had him and only this happy-go-lucky character all by himself... No, no, I, I don't, don't mean that. I don't mean, I, no, no, you misunderstood me. What I mean is, Luffy and anybody would work. Oh, I don't yes, think it's these two characters are the, are making the show. It's it's Luffy, and these characters just happen to be the ones that he hooked he up. Shows, with. yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because there, there's no show without Luffy, but there is no, a show. No, there was not. Yeah. You know, it would be a much different show. That's for sure. Yeah, then you might get yeah. more Game of Thrones thing. Yeah, oh, big time, big time, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because, because Zorro is a is a was a murdering machine before he met Luffy, <laughs> and and Nami is duplicitous. Yeah, exactly. So, so without Luffy as as the moral center, yeah, you know, even if it's they're oh, they're way off where we are, we as empathetic yeah. characters, right? So. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But again, I think that's a credit to the the story we're telling, and then the the, the fact that you have such a good cast to make the post. So, I think sure. it's very hard for us to come up with anything bad to say about this show, which is refreshing. It is really refreshing, and it's refreshing to get to the end of an episode and go, "I really liked that." In a happy way, not like a, you know, wow, that was good because so many people got killed. Right, right. Well, easy about it. (laughs) Well, well, and and this this show here, um, you you know, you know, like like the the character that everybody is supposed to like, which is Luffy. You 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 don't feel guilty liking the character or angry that other people like him and you don't because you like him too. I mean, right. I remember Game of Thrones, everybody liking Danny, and I just said, how can people like Danny in that show when she's murdering people and she's doing all these things and whatever? And, and it's like, I know she's going to be the villain. And, and sure enough, uh, spoiler alert, at the end of the, end of the show, she's the villain. And, and people are loving that character. And it's like, she's so evil, even if she's quote-unquote on the good side. Here, it's like you said, it's refreshing because everybody loves Luffy, and there's no reason to not love Luffy. You know, it's so it's it's just great. It's so refreshing. Absolutely. The one thing uh, I wanted to jump back was when we were talking about the Kobe situation. The one feel, reason I feel it's indoctrination in the sense is you're seeing the that Grand Admiral, whatever his name is, um, you, he can he knows how to manipulate people, obviously. Otherwise, he wouldn't be in that position. But I think he sees there's something in Kobe, and then what his what he's doing right is buttering him up. And I think that's kind of the indoctrination that you use to get people on your side, right? Yep. And that's the question as to whether or not will he fall for the the you know the trap, or will he? find his moral his own moral compass and be able to make the right decision down the road. 
Right, right. Because his character can go two ways, right? It can go where he gets corrupted by the machine, or he could be someone who chooses to be outside the machine. Kevin, what do you think of that? And uh, Sean's, I mean, I've, Sean has a point, and like I said, he, he either the thing is, is that I don't understand. I don't know what the admiral will want would want from Cody, you know, to make him part of you know and make him part of the machine, because it seems like Cody wants to be part of the machine. He wants to. Um, yeah. All right. You know, he wants to do all that. It's almost like he wants to be – it's like he's already indoctrinated. I mean, he's – Well, it feels like, it, it feels like the Admiral, though, is, is – unlike some other people, right, like the underling people who don't seem to have the same scope of vision, it seems like the Admiral understands that there was a connection between Kobe and Monkey, right, and he wants to take advantage of that. Yes. The best well, way exactly to do it is to, to win him to his side by – you know, pouring sweet honey in his ear, right, until he, without realizing it, has become part of what, you know, whether he wanted it or that's what he perceived the machine to be, he ends up being part of that machine. Well, the thing is, is that if the Admiral asked Cody anything about Luffy, he would have, I mean, Cody would have responded truthfully. I mean, there is no buttering him up. There is no, you know, appealing to him. There is no, um, what you call, I mean, there, there is no, uh, um, you know, trying to convince him to, to do the right thing because Cody talking about anything he can about pirates, you know, to help defeat pirates to him is, the right thing. And so, I mean, the, the Admiral may see something of himself in Cody, but I think he also sees that Cody isn't in this just because he wants to be tough. He's in it for the ideology. And I think that's right. something, and that appeals to the Admiral. It's the, oh, this guy's, this guy has the ideology that you know, I used to have, or I had when I was a kid. So it's like I had the same ideology. Now I just have to work on toughening them up or getting them to be more of a fighter. Um, well, see, also the the idea too of seeing him as a like that kind of you know where you're, if you're going to use someone's ideology, that's the kind of thing that you guide into officer positions, right? Right. Because because he's not just in it because he wants to be tough and he wants to be this or that. He's got this ideology that he's following. So if you were the admiral and you can see that this person is different than the rest of your minions, right, then you train him and, you know, convince him on your side or whatever, then you have an asset, right? Well, not so just, you, I, mean, what, I mean, kind of playing off what you're, ta what you're talking about, the admiral can – Kind of train up Cody like an apprentice. Yep. And then, you know, make him officer material. And so he can, tr he knows he can trust Cody to do what he wants him to do. And the thing is, I don't, the thing is, is that will Cody eventually think for himself? The thing is, Cody still thinks for himself in a way, 
Yeah, because he still looks super uncomfortable. Everyone else is in line, and you can tell he doesn't look comfortable. Well, he doesn't look comfortable because he also knows that he's he's smaller. He's not as strong. I mean, it's Well, I think it's also his personality, too, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you've been dumped on your entire life, I mean, if you've been crapped on your entire life, you know, yeah, that's going to do something to you. And now you have an admiral, somebody more powerful than this pirate queen that, you know, that he was under for most of his, almost all of his life, actually liking him and saying, hey, you know, you, you know, because like he said, your experience gives, you know, gives you the skills, but don't let your experience make you, you know, you yeah. take your experience and go, you know, so it all, I mean, the thing is, is that part of me is, I mean, I don't know, but part of me is wondering that this admiral might not be a bad guy. You know, he may be the antagonist, but he may not be a bad guy. He might be a tough guy with the same ideology, with the same mission in life is to defeat pirates and make the water safe for everybody else. Well, yeah, we... You may, main, you may be right because the he, guy he had killed, we don't know how bad a pirate he was. So yeah, right, right. He I mean, was he, just well, following was, the law. He was, he was king of the pirates, and he did. And he did shut down Axe pretty bad for because Axe was a corrupt scumbag, yeah. and and he shut him down. So he, he definitely has some gray, right? So I mean, some. Not, well, let me rephrase. We don't even know if he's gray or or whatever. I mean, the only thing we know that he's done that's bad quote-unquote bad, is he, he had someone executed, assuming you're against the death penalty. Otherwise, uh, everything else he's done in the show has been good, because he, he, he got rid of the corrupt leader and axe, and, you know, so, so I, I assume you could be right, Kevin. We don't know yet, right? I mean, like I said, he might be, it's like, I, he, he might be having, he may have the same Geology, the same mission in life as Cody is like get rid of the evil pirates out there, make the water safe, make land safe. Because, I mean, look, we saw what Buggy did to that town. He destroyed it. Yeah, made everyone prisoner. And made everybody prisoner and slaves to his show, you know, and essentially psychologically tortured them. You right. know, oh, and, oh, and, and we saw what Alveda did too, right? Yeah. She was, well, Right? Well, he, he, he mass lived started through it. another another ship, Alveda did, and then she had slaves on her ship. So right, so. and so he, so he, like I said, he sees the Marines as the best way to get rid of them. See, and the thing also, is, Kevin, I think your point is interesting because he, yes, you know what, he could still be evil. He could be like an aberrant evil, right? Where if you're going like D and D stuff, right, where he is. He's evil. He has a code of honor, but that doesn't stop him from doing things that are still evil, right? Well, see, that's just it. Like Phil said, what has he done that is evil? Right, right. He's He's a strong leader. He's a very strong leader, but technically, you know, I mean. He's not guilty of any evil yet. He has not done anything wrong yet. Like you, like Phil said, I mean, he locked up a corrupt general or, you know, corrupt captain, if you will, you know, punished him because, one, he was inept, and two, he really was more interested in his own own power rather than actually doing his job. Yeah, and so he's like, all right, well, this guy's useless. 
you know, I'm going to lock him up to punish him. I'm going to spare his son because, you know, his son may be useless, but maybe we can train him up to be somewhat useful. And, but like I said, it's, it's a military, he's a military. I mean, there's, and what he's doing technically, I mean, like I said, I have not seen him do anything wrong yet. And so here's a, and he may have, like I said, he may have had the same ideology, the same mission, the same mindset as Cody has, recognizes that and has said, and he kind of, he's pretty much saying, all right, well, I'm going to put, keep him under my wing. I'm going to train him up to be like a, a, I shall call him mini me. And then, um, you know, and that, that's kind of what he's looking for. And that's maybe what he sees in Cody as a potential him. Well, the thing I like too, though, is, and I don't know if this is, this is actually in part of the story, Phil, you'll know because you've actually read this stuff, but the idea of having Kobe has to make a choice between what Monkey offers and what the Admiral offers. And you could say that from different perspectives, they may offer something good or they may offer something that's not so good, right? But it depends on what perspective you're coming from. But the point is, is that maybe down the road we will see it become a, a choice between which way are you going? Or, or, you or say, maybe you could go back and forth, right? And that could be it too, right? Yeah. But it would be interesting to see how that character arc is for for Kobe. So, and well, I think Kobe this is what really the, can't go back and forth because if he goes back and forth, he he may be seen as a traitor. But there's a storyline right there, right? Because, I mean, we have people who have done that in other stories, right? So there's always room for... And it depends on where he is, right? I mean, if he, yeah. he, if he becomes a captain of a ship and he goes out chasing pirates, but then lets some pirates go and... Then that's he betrayed his Marines, right? He's betrayed his right, oath. So. Right. But, 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 will, will he be known as a traitor? Because the Admiral won't know because the Admiral's not there. Right, so so he could be as you exactly said, Kevin, and yet, you know, being a traitor in a sense, and yet no one knows he's a traitor because he's still doing his job and taking down the bad guys. So he could be like Until a Dexter, back, right? like like, like yeah. a Dexter or something, you know, where he's killing people but he's killing the bad guys, you know, something like that. Well, you know? the like, thing still is, doing evil, right? <laughs> well, the, yeah. the thing is, the thing is, is that if he lets one. Like, if he lets a pirate go, like, if he lets Luffy go, you know, you know that there's probably going to be a jealous cadet with him or a jealous junior officer. That will rat, you know, tell, you know. That will rat out on him because, I mean, how else are you going to, I mean, that is a great way to rise in ranks in places like that is if you rap on the traitor. You know, if you rat on a guy, you know, say, hey, you know, you said destroy all pirates. Well, he just let that one go. And it doesn't matter what the circumstances are because you have the blanket law, right? It doesn't take into circumstances why this person's a pirate, how they got to be a pirate, or, or you know, maybe they're not a bad pirate kind of thing, right? It doesn't matter. They're a pirate. You, you end them. That's what it is. And if right. you go away from that, that doctrine, then, yes, you will be considered a, a traitor. Right. Yeah, and that, that's, kind yeah. Of, that's kind of my point there is, you know, because you have so, soldiers, right, in history that have been told to do terrible things, right? And you have to you make the choice. And do they do they just follow orders or did they balk the orders? But then what is the fallout for them doing that? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously, I mean, uh, and and that's the thing about um, I I used to I talk about we go back to Game of Thrones again. You know, Danny is uh, executing all the the um, slave traders or burning, you know, these other people or whatever, and whatever, and and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, those are bad people, but isn't she bad? Because she's doing all those terrible things too, and just passing judgment and being a dictator and all this other stuff. So, could Cody go that route too, where he yeah. is, he thinks he's doing good, or he's just a, you know, who knows? I, I don't well, know. Well, and even when she thing. kills the slave traders, that doesn't mean she fixed the underlying problem. Right. So, right. It, that's she just, just left the vacuum for something else to right. Exactly. Well, 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 and she knew she didn't fix the underlying problem in that show, because you remember the, the one slave that says, I, no, I want to go back and, and work for my, my the, the man that I was working for as a right because as an indentured servant because he treated me well and, and he was my friend. And now <laughs> I have nowhere to live and nothing to do, no job. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious if that's where they could go with with Cody too, um, you know. And again, he's young now, and and maybe they'll they'll age him up or, or make him look older. Maybe they'll even change the actor. In, in a yeah. couple of years, where or you know, to make him look more buff and whatever, as he becomes more of a marine. But um, right now, it's just like he's just a curiosity, you know, because he's meek and whatever. And yet now he's falling in with the admiral. And as 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 Kevin said, well, the admiral isn't a bad guy, at least not yet. So it, it'll be curious to see. And and then, but the thing is, is even with all these marines, let's say the admiral is a good guy, you have these rogues all the time. I mean, we we hear, like you said, Sean, you hear about it all the time. Not only do people follow orders and do terrible things, but we have the quote unquote good guys that go off and do terrible things too, because you have these rogues that will just do it. Because unfortunately, not everybody in an army. That's on the good side. Is it for the right reasons? Yeah, right. Right? Exactly. Or a good person. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that that is a curiosity too, uh, where they go with that. But I think that's good storytelling when we can spend this much time talking about this one aspect of it, right? Right, and it's such a unimportant aspect when you think about it. Because okay, Cody had a, a somewhat of a big role in the first episode and and, and or at least a little bit and in this one he had a, a, a decent sized role too but if you eliminated that character from the show right you know we didn't even know of him for the past two episodes i don't i don't think the show changes at all which is kind of funny so it just shows you how interesting the storytelling is and how well they they put this character and got it involved when technically you don't even need him yet you know they just it's really he's just being built as a character for something bigger later in the show, obviously. Um, I think maybe it's more like the, if you, I mean, I mean maybe they're pulling at straws here, but the, he's like, everyone seems to have, you know, they're bigger than life. He's the character who isn't bigger than life. So he's more like the every person, if that makes sense. So when we're, when we're watching all of this stuff, He's the closest one to us, so you know? we can have kind of an empathy for his his position because he doesn't have powers. He's you not know? strong. He's not super smart. He's not this. Not he's he's just a regular person. You know, I, I see where you're going, but I don't uh, relate to that character at all. Okay, and that's 
Absolutely, absolutely. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think some people will 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 um, link to that character and see themselves in that character and have that character as at least the narrative character for part of the show and 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 the placeholder for an, an audience member. Because uh, a character I, who doesn't have but, the agency. Right, but but I, I. What do you mean agency? Explain that term. In the sense that, like he he was a slave to Alvida, right? Yeah. He didn't have choice in that situation, and it was the only it was only because someone else stepped in and took her out that he got away from that situation, right? If it, if it had been left up to him, he would have been still a slave, right? Because he would never have been able to stand up. And so it's a situation of this character who everyone else is starting to find their own form of agency. And for this character who, again, doesn't seem to have powers, isn't, ex, you know, extraordinary in any way, right? It's, a, it's yeah. an idea of, like, where you're in a world where everyone, you know, can have all this kind of stuff, but you don't have any of it. And you're trying to find your way in it. And you don't have, you know, as much say as to where you go in things, right? Does that make right. sense? Yeah, yeah, it, it sure does. It sure does. Um, and, and yet, and yet, with all that stated, I, for some reason, I, I still relate myself to uh, no, Luffy, Luffy more. Luffy no, more. No, no, I mean, yeah. and the thing is, I think it's good, though, that you can have the discussion. You can be able to look at the different characters, break stuff down. It's not they're just one-dimensional. Yeah, right? I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm just, I just don't like Cody that much, or whatever his name is. Kobe, because, yeah. Yeah, Kobe, because... Even even he he willingly signed up to to be a marine under Axe and Axe yeah. was a scumbag and and everybody had to know that Axe was a scumbag and for him to je- to do that makes me wonder what type of human being his character could be in later seasons or episodes. Yeah, and I think that right. because no matter way. how how determined you are to be a marine, if you see that there's evil there too. That should make you pause and question it, right? Especially when, yeah, yeah, you're still your own human being, your own man, and your own this. You found well, somebody in Luffy that actually cares for you and saved you and considers you as a, a friend, and yet you, you walk away from that. And again, you, you know, everybody's their own person; they, they should walk away from that. But, but. If if you think that's the right thing to do, but but where he walked away, knew that it's not exactly. <laughs> well, now, hang on, he, he, he wasn't there. He didn't really experience much of the Axe Man. He didn't because he was on the ship the entire time. So he may not have experienced how bad the the guy with the axe and really is. He may not have experienced it. Yeah, all right. I guess that that's fair. That's fair. But you've had interactions with the sun, and the sun does not reflect well on the. No, and he's had the, interactions with Luffy, so he knows how good he is. But at the same time, though, he also saw that the sun is well now equal with him. You know, I mean, the sun is a spoiled brat. You know, and but the thing is, is that that's the sun. So we'll see. Yeah, see your problems. You've seen further than us. 
Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. <laughs> not, yeah. but, not, but, by much, not by much. Not by much. But but, but yeah. I, I, do, I do have questions uh, of uh, Kobe's or Co- is it Kobe or Cody? Kobe. 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 Kobe's choices, integrity, intelligence, and various other that's things. Totally fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, his goal, his entire life. I mean, it was short. It's been a short life so far, but I mean, his goal, his goal for the life as he'd known it, was to be Marine. Now he has his chance, and he does. He and he, he. I mean, he maybe he just doesn't want to throw that away yet. Well, what he? we've seen of the Marines, again, again, yeah, we we don't we don't know enough about the Marines in the world a building. Small sample size. It doesn't There's look good some, for them, though, right? Right. Exactly. It would be an organization that I wouldn't want to strive to be part of. That's for sure. But so even again, with, even with the admiral, whether he's good or bad, the system that has the Marines is not a great one. Exactly. Right, and you can you can have good people in bad systems. Yeah. The question is, how long do they stay good if they stay in the bad system? Right, right, right. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it kind of reminds me of, of like the, the movie Serpico, uh, Al Pacino film, where, where yep. you have this, this this good cop that's surrounded by all these crooks, and this is based on a true story in New York yep. City, and how um, if it doesn't destroy you. By you becoming one of them, which in that movie, spoiler alert for a 50-year-old movie, um, man, that's sad that it's 50 years old. Uh, <laughs> you, either um, die a, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Become the villain. Right, yeah. right, right, exactly. And in that Thank movie, you, Two-Face. And, and in that movie, he doesn't die, but, but he gets shot by a, another cop and lands up in, in the hospital um, and becomes a hero without, you know, but... But he, it's like Copland too, right? Copland was like yeah, that. Copland's another yes. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was fantastic. It's, it's sad to say that movie's over is like twenty something years old. <laughs> oh my god! What you're saying is we're old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm worried about that character. It reminds me a lot of of um of that that uh what do you call it, uh, Danny, where. They're trying to make him look like he's a good character, but I don't trust him. I just don't trust no, him. That's fair. Yeah. So I think the but, only one we could trust at this point would be Monkey. Everyone else is questionable. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 This is a weird show for me because Monkey is the the only character that I really like a lot, like really like, and then everybody else I'm like, hmm, not really sure. While other shows like Game of Thrones, you know, I, I would like a villain, I would like a great character. I mean, House of Dragon, I just hate everybody. But it, this show here, it's it's just interesting because it is a, a character that I just like so much because he's just such a, a good human being. It's, it's great. It's good, it's good to see. Yeah, he doesn't um, seem to have the, the moral ambiguity ambiguity that some other characters are we're told to em- empathize with, right? Well, and and even even him being a um uh one you know his quote unquote I want to be the king of the pirates, but but it, it's not for power's sake, and and it's not even for pride's sake. I don't even say, I don't know what what his motivation. Is. I, I think it's just like. It's, to him, it's just the right thing to do. It would make him happy. Yeah, it would make yeah. him happy. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, if he becomes the king of the pirates, he's going to be a good guy. He's going to do what he did with with with, uh, the slaves by the by uh, Bugsy or whatever his name was. By and he would release them all. Yeah, but he would release them all. I mean, not only would he release them all, and they're shocked because they thought he they were just going to be moved to from one pirate to the next. Okay, now we're slaves to this pirate instead of the other pirate. Is this one better or worse? And then he goes, No, you're not slaves. You guys go. You're all free. What are you talking about? And then they offer him all this food, and he goes, and he, no, 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 more. Yeah, you know, you keep it all. And then you get more. Yeah. And then he's smart enough, and I, I think it was partly intentional, but also partly because he was hungry. But he runs back and he, stand, and he grabs a piece. But I think it was also to to not offend them yeah. as well. And, but I know, think the, oh, yeah, the thing I was going to say is that, it, like, for people who are chasing power. They're not. Their goal is usually not to uplift the people around them, because then you don't you don't keep right. your power. But it seems like he's a genuine character that he's chasing power, but it isn't for him just for him to have all the benefits and rewards. He genuinely wants to help others as he does the process, which is very contrary to chasing power, right? Right, right, right. I mean, he has a he has a superpower. So yep. that helps him a helps lot. Helps him along, but, but 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 unlike Danny, who had a superpower, which is uh, dragons, or the clown in this one, his superpower he actually want, uses it. Doesn't For use good. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Pinko, you stumped it up. Yeah. And I mean, the thing yeah. is, that's the difference, right? Is that other people get the power, or at least from what we've seen, right? For the the small sample size we've seen, they're not using it to help others. And that's the difference between him and these other people in pursuit of the, the One Piece, right? Yes, and we also find out his weakness is seawater. Yeah, you can't swim. You can't swim. No, Actually, he's, he's probably on oh, it's, it's the salt water that it's gets the salt water. Oh, it's, salt specifically, water. it's specifically the salt? Did yeah. I get yeah. that? Yeah. Salt water. Yeah. The yeah. salt water. He can't stretch if he's, if he's got salt water on him. Okay, that's right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so so he has his kryptonite, and, and unfortunately, that's not good for a pirate. But but again, there's no. probably a lot of pirates that, that can't swim either. It's just that he can't swim he immediately. Can't swim. He just can't. Yeah. He can't yeah. use his ability. I'm sure he can swim. Sure, he sure. Just can't use his ability, and that's his weakness. Right, right. Yep, exactly. Which is a pretty tough one to have when you're surrounded by salt water. Exactly. So that's a good. It's a good thing to have, right? It's a good way to like take, so that he's not all powerful. Because then there's no, there's no, there's nothing intriguing to the story. Then, right, 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 exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it works. I mean, for it's the, fun the if you're a video game and you get to roll over everybody, but for actual storytelling, that's not very, you know, you know yeah. engaging. So, right, right, right. Yeah, if he was unstoppable with no kryptonite or no kryptonite that was actually just below his feet, um, then, yeah, the the, com, com, the story would just not be compelling enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's, a, that's an excellent, excellent observation. Now, as we run the simulation, if anyone wants to give us the DLC, I think we would welcome it because <laughs> sometimes we need it. Indeed. Oh, yeah, speaking of that, um, uh, if, if you have your opinions on anything to do with this, this show and want to uh, – give your thoughts or talk about uh, some of the stuff that is different in the anime or manga that you want to bring up, 
uh, just email us at darkdiscussions at AOL.com and put in the subject One Piece or Boa Hancock or Monkey or Luffy or something, but preferably One Piece or, or the name of the podcast, like you know, Boa Hancock's in the name. So anything related in the name of our podcast, um, we will be able to find that email because uh, uh, our email gets hundreds of emails daily because we get screeners over and over and over from all these movie companies and emails just get lost in in the um in in the the email. So if we we type in one piece, your email will pop up uh and and when we do a search in our email and, and we'll we'll see it. And we'll read your email on the podcast. Um all right, so uh what else do we want to get into uh related to this episode here? Uh anything. Um let's see we mentioned Nami did her little betrayal. We we talked about, or a couple of betrayals, if you want to include, you know, throwing the hat up. Um, we talked about C- Cody. Uh, we talked about uh, the Admiral. We we talked about uh, uh, Monkey and 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 letting the people go, um, and and how Nami and Zoro seem to um, begin to shine to him a little more. Um, we, we mentioned uh, Nami fixing his hat as well. Um, any, anything else of note that we missed that that we want to talk about? Uh, what, what, why do you think the clown became evil? I mean, we don't really know too much about his backstory. We know because he, he's a narcissist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. B. Do you think he became a narcissist because? He ate the fruit, or do you think he was always not? Well, I think he was before. Just the yeah, the, it, it's exasperated, exacerbated by him getting power, right? Yeah, yeah. If he didn't have the power true. to wield, he would still be a narcissist. He just wouldn't be able to cause the trouble that he does. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so he he's a N- NPD for sure. So he's like the counterbalance to what Monkey is, right? Who got someone yeah. who got power and it, it didn't make him turn good. It just accentuated how bad he was and gave him more freedom to be bad. And whether that's cluster B or whatever the the situation is, the point is is he's not someone that is pleasant and that you would want to spend time with. Yes, yeah. Not by choice anyway. Not by choice. <laughs> right, right. And the thing is, we I'd like to know, you know, where he goes on about uh, Shanks being a problem, and like, what is was it really he was a problem, or is it he was a problem because he wouldn't be as evil as Buggy wanted to be, or is it a situation where we're getting a little bit of the un, unreliable narrative with, you know, Monkey having a, a very nostalgic, positive feeling about Shanks that maybe isn't, you know, true to what the actual person is. It's like you guys have pointed out earlier. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Barrett, your thoughts? Uh, I don't have any specific thoughts on that. Lex? Nope, I'm pretty much done. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think I think that's, that's, that's a good observation, uh, Sean. It'll be interesting where they go. They got six more episodes, and and most likely another season. I would 
I would think after this. Has it been confirmed for season two yet, or have you heard? That's a good question. Let me look. So One Piece season two confirmed. Uh, let's see what Google says. Has One Piece season two been confirmed? Not officially. There's no confirmation that One Piece Season 2 has been officially given the green light at FX just yet, but given the popularity of the manga series, it's possible that fans will get to see at least one more season of the show, maybe even more. Yeah, because uh, the problem with Netflix is they're not reliable for bringing seasons no, of series back, right? No, no. So unless and, someone and, else and picks if, it up, maybe. Yeah, and even if they do have a, a series uh, that's, that's considered good, like Ozark, um, you know, they they only have it for four. What that was only four the seasons. Russian, yeah, there's like yeah. the four max in your yeah. no matter yeah, what. Exactly, exactly. And this is uh that that was from September eighth, so just uh, four days ago from PopBuzz.com. Um, and the thing is, is is um as I mentioned, the source material is huge. So technically, if the show has any popularity. Uh, they could go on for a long time, but again, yeah. this is Net- this is Netflix, and and so again, it's a, yeah, and, and and again, though, you know, it depends on if it catches on too. You never know. Yeah. I mean, it, this may be more expensive than the the anime because the anime is in Japan, and, and in Japan, this series is is a billion dollar series. For example, two thousand four, it, it, the whole with merchandise and everything it was like it literally earned one billion and that was in 2004 so what's that nine years ago uh, no even longer just like math is terrible uh 19 years ago so um and and if if japan makes the anime you know anybody who who is in the states all they're doing is, is paying for the rights you know so they don't even have to produce it but here this is obviously being made by uh, Netflix or one of their subsidiaries, and if they feel that it's not worth spending whatever they're paying per episode, then yeah, it could it could go like Ozark did and do four episodes or whatnot. And unlike some of their series that that have been on, uh, been bad, um, like um, Cowboy Bebop or, or the Resident Evil series they had. Um, this one uh, is good, but yeah. again, that doesn't necessarily mean it will succeed because you know, Mine Hunter was a fairly decent show. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, and, and and you know that got no viewers. You know, and that yeah. was it. Yeah, because no one, no one, no one watched. But but again, it may not even been money. It was just no one yeah. was watching it. So so the question is, will it catch on? Is it not is it too expensive that they would shut it down? Uh, those those would be the the two big things besides it being on Netflix, which and is it's not unheard of of having a series go from one streaming service to another because the one doesn't see value in keeping it, and then the other one does. So I mean, well, and it's becoming more common to do that now too. Exactly. So, so who yeah. knows what the future lies, right? I mean, hopefully we get yeah. more than one season for sure, but I guess we will see. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been announced yet, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I'm surprised uh, because it's been – I mean, it's only been 13 days, but but a lot of times they, if a show does really good right like off Within the, bat, the first week, you're, you're yeah, hearing yeah. The, the studio or whatever is, is banking for the next season or whatever. So Yeah, yeah, because that helps with uh, word of mouth, right? Yep. Yeah, especially at the beginning. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, it is it is being pushed. 
advertisements that are everywhere, and, and you know, it's on the front page of, you know, every time you open up Netflix and stuff right now. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it, it could be they're no Stranger Things. You never know. Who knows? I mean, I know, unlike Stranger Things, they just dropped the entire season while Stranger Things, yeah, no, actually Stranger Things, they do the same thing, right? Or did they do weekly for a while there? I can't remember. I think they dropped them, like, the last one was split into two two parts, yeah, right? Was yeah, like the yeah, first well, half of the season and the second half of the season was yeah, that's really, what, like a couple months later, later or whatever. Yeah, that's what Ozark did too. Their the last so. season, from, yeah. So we'll see. Um, let's see. Anything else? Anybody want to bring up? Anything? Anything? All right. I guess uh, we're pretty much done discussing. So uh, uh, before we try give our final wrap up, uh, a couple of house cleaning things. Um, Barrett, what's that other podcast that me, you, Eric, and Mike do? And actually, uh, uh, sometimes Kevin and Sean uh, sometimes co-host too. When Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews? No, uh, no, the other one, the big one, the big one. Oh, Dark Discussions, yes. Yeah, what's that the, one? The what's biggest one? of the big. Yeah, um, because it's yeah. original, because it's original. The original, It's the most yep. consistent. Yeah, that one comes yeah, out weekly no matter what. Yeah. Um, it is a horror podcast. We mainly do horror. Once in a while, we will branch out like we did Jurassic World and Avatar The Way of the Water, um, stuff like that. Um, but mainly horror, and it comes out on a weekly basis, and you should be listening to it. Sounds good. And uh, Sean, what, what was that other one that Barrett was talking about, Halloween something? What, what's that? What? Halloween Psychotronic Boutique. Yeah, uh, say it, say it right there. Halloween uh, boutique psychotronic reviews. Uh, okay, this is why Barrett's the man. I'm just here. I'm just the. And what's that no, podcast all about? What's going on there? <laughs> what, what's going on there? Kevin's on that one a lot too. But what's going on there? What's that? Or are you talking to me or to Kevin? I'm talking to, to you. Ah, okay. Uh, so that's the one where we usually tend to deal with a lot of the genre things that don't fall within the major dark discussions. Uh, purview, so a lot of stuff that's not quite horror, where it's like we just did the review recently for The Suicide Squad, the James Gunn movie, came out in 2021, um, and in June we have the LGBTQ plus month, dealing with uh, where we watch the month of June uh, all the lesbian art house movies, and uh, yeah, just it's, it's more across the board as to what we would look at so sometimes major stuff and then maybe some more you know smaller indie stuff so that's yeah, it's, it's, a, it's fun so yeah yeah we've done the biggest box office films to the films made in someone's basement on that 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 show yeah so that, that is true um also uh we do uh cinema a la carte cinema a la carte is that's my Boston accent for you, Pat. Um, it is uh, a podcast where we do uh, um, basically uh, talk about other films that aren't necessarily specifically genre, even though we do do genre films on that. But it was uh, basically a podcast that compromised between uh, the three original Dark Discussions co-hosts, Mike, myself, and Eric, uh, to do other films that um, kept on being booted from Dark Discussions because they weren't dark enough. Uh, so, for example, uh, films from Cinema a la carte would be Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, uh, David Fincher's The Game, uh, Hostels. 
Hostels, the Western film, Forbidden Planet, the old 1950s science fiction film, uh, the Tom Cruise film Jack Reacher. Uh, so you get the idea. Uh, films that are still pretty pretty cool, uh, but aren't necessarily um, horror or thrillers or, or true thrillers. Uh, so they may or possibly could have been dark discussion -y. you know, Forbidden Planet's, you know, kind of close, but for whatever reasons, uh, uh, it, it wasn't, and, and it, it fell into uh, Cinema a la so look for that as well. Uh, so I think that's it for uh, house cleaning, uh, so we can get into our final thoughts on this episode of uh, One Piece, uh, and this episode's name, once again, was called The Man in the Straw Hat. Uh, so, Kevin, what do you got? Your your final thoughts on on the episode? Uh, I'm kind of my final thoughts are the thoughts I went into it with. It's a fun episode. It's a fun show, and I look forward. It's I'm probably gonna binge it, but then just kind of watch the episodes again before the show, just so I can differentiate between them. And I have to correct myself. I only saw three episodes, so I didn't see four yet. Gotcha. All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, it's a really good episode. Um, uh, it's really allowing uh, the lead actor uh, to shine as uh, Luffy. Um, it's um, doing the the villain of the week, uh, at least similar to uh, some of the older shows that we've seen where, where they, you have a main storyline. And while they follow the main storyline, you have a villain of a week type of thing. And so far, that's where they've been going. Uh, we'll be interested in the that will happen with episodes three through eight. Uh, but all in all, um, great time, great show. Uh, highest recommend. Uh, let's go with you, Barrett. Yeah, I love the episodes. Love Luffy. Uh, I think the actor's doing a great job. Um, it was just a really well-done episode, and I'm hoping it continues this throughout the series. All right, sounds good. And, uh, Sean, what do you got? Yeah, well, I'm just, uh, like everyone else has said, uh, quality acting, quality storytelling, uh, very enjoyable to watch, and uh, I highly recommend it. All right, sounds good. Uh, so this episode here uh, of... Boa Hancock and the One Piece podcast. Uh, this is episode two of the podcast. By the time folks will hear this, it'll most likely be September 14th, 2023, which is Thursday, uh, as I'll be able to get this episode out uh, very early in the morning before work, uh, because tomorrow uh, I'm actually heading into the office, so I'll be commuting instead of uh, being able to load a podcast. You going to uh, remember your computer this time? Yes. Yes, I am. I, I most certainly will. Oh, that was a disaster. Uh, though I did get to work from home again, so that was good, actually. <laughs> I can't explain. Uh, because it does, it's, 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 it's just a terrible, terrible thing to have to go into the office once a week now. It's just terrible. Um, but uh, all in all, um, uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, let's see what, what next week's episode's called, which uh, Kevin has already seen. And that is called Tell No Tales. So that's a good name for a pirate show. Uh, directed by Emma Sullivan and written by the two two of the showrunners, uh, Matt Owens and Damani Johnson. Uh, well, actually, that's that's not true. Um, only Matt Owens is a showrunner. Damani Johnson is um, just a writer. Just a writer. Um, 
So that's that will be next week's episode that we will be discussing. Uh, all right, so uh, that's pretty much it for Boa Hancock and the One Piece podcast. So uh, I don't know why I'm saying any of this because Barrett, why don't you lead us out? <laughs> Thanks for joining us for um, the second episode of Boa Hancock and the One Piece, and where we review the second episode of the One Piece show on Netflix. Join us next week for episode three.